Well, listen to the bong. Listen to the bong. We do the bong its own. I don't even know that really Ryan, but hey, it's Ro, the Stone Genius, TSG. What up, what up, what up? It's Friday. I mean, at least when I'm recording this, it's Friday. You could be listening to this on a totally different day. Which means if you listen to this in the future, but I told you it was record... No. I've been thinking about time travel a lot. Ever since I time traveled myself, I've thought about it a lot. Maybe if you listen to yesterday's show or the day before, I don't know. All my days run into one because I'm a stoner. So we got some things coming up on the show uh, this weekend. I'll finally have the John Humphrey interview. We're going to talk about things. Whether I... So the biggest question is, is a will legally binding and if a will is legally binding couldn't you have it initiate at exactly the time of death regardless of when that would be because if so as soon as i then my wife could i was gonna say go to town but in this particular instance that may not sound right although if rigor mortis sets in i don't know maybe Maybe. I don't know. So we're going to talk about that. Catapults. Whether that's legal. I also am going to talk to them about the increasing, well, or decreasing. So the workforce, the age of the workforce, I believe, is if you're over 40, getting a job now is very very tough so we're going to talk about some of those things that happen preventing getting people from getting jobs and whether you can do anything whether you can just throw out blanket department of labor i will tell you one reason why i recently was looking to get a part-time job just couple nights a week, just extra hours, little extra money. I mean, I do have a drug habit, so hello. So I applied at a bowling alley for a part-time position they had because a bowling bowling alley, their hours seemed to be exactly what I was looking for because my hours, Monday through Friday, are kind of strange, kind of a mid-shift type thing going on, and... Because of that, I was needing something I'd be able to work late into the night. So, anywho, anyhow, anyway. I'm going to throw that on since I said so. I applied. Now, I got a degree. I went back to school, even though I'm 54. I went back and got a degree graduating in 2018, December of 2018. The current job that I'm in, I started in November of 2018. Most of... School, when I went back, I was not working. I was just going to school. Thank you, honey, for taking care of me. But with this job, I didn't think I'd be here for three plus years, three and a half years, whatever it's been now. But I have been, and it's fine. 
But what I decided to do since it was a part-time job and I didn't want to waste the time or effort and it didn't matter for the position that I was applying for, I just put, hey, here's my college degree and I've been working this job. So if you saw it, you could... You could infer that someone, oh, look, they just graduated because there's nothing about my age on there. Just graduated. I mean, working this job, maybe this person's 23, 24, 25. Maybe this will work out really well. So I apply on a weekend. On Sunday, I get an email wanting to set up an interview. So I went to set up an interview for Monday night. They got too busy. They couldn't do it. So we rescheduled for Tuesday morning. They called me. And we talked. And when I was talking to the person, they were explaining to me about the job. And I was telling them something. And they had they kept mentioning, they go, it sounds like you have experience. And I go, well, I only... I didn't put my full work history on there. I just put my last job because I've been there for three and a half years. This is just a part-time job. I'm not leaving. I explained it to them. They go, well, we have this full-time operations position. Would you consider it? I go, well, you know, I really like what I do now, but, you know, you could, I could listen to it, and if it doesn't work out, then we could still talk about the part-time. And they said, that would be fine. And they go, apply for this job online and then send me your resume your full resume like done because they ask if I had a full resume I'm like of course I'm an adult so I sent them my full resume never heard from them again so once they saw that I had an a 20-year work history never heard from them again which is funny because I wanted a part-time job but they didn't even call me back. They just, they went dark. I reached out to him twice, never got any response. Never got any response. Reached out via email and the person, the, uh, the manager that had called me, that interviewed me on the phone, I had their cell phone number because they had called me and I texted them. Still no response. And the jobs are still listed. So... It would lead one to believe that the only thing that had changed between my initial application and my reapplication for a different position was my career, which was more robust and showed a history of doing exactly what they wanted. But yet I never hear back from them again. Just seems... Guy, it's almost like it has to do with my age. So what I want to find out from the attorney is because I, since this is real and I have documentation of this, I mean, they can try to say exactly why they never called me back. But I want to, I don't think that companies should be able to do this. The current company that I work for now has a, a verbal policy that has been spoken because I have had multiple people on leadership team come to me and tell me about it, that they will not, doesn't matter. I, I'm going to talk to the attorney, see how much of this I can talk about. But it is something that violates federal law. 
And I will say that I have run this up the flagpole and I got nothing in return. When corporate comes into where I am, you could see. And if you can't, that's your problem. If, you, if you're that blind, you should not have that position. Like if someone say, I didn't even see that. I didn't see that everyone in your place was male and under 30 and white. You would think that someone that, because you wouldn't be a very good witness in a crime if you can walk into a place and not, re, I mean, if, if that doesn't stand out to you, then that may be odd. Like if you went in and got, God, every time I went in there, it's a young white male. That seems odd. Yeah. So we'll see what we can talk about with that. So I, I'm looking forward to that. Not a big fan of business, of companies. I do not think they treat their, the smaller the company, the better they treat their employees. Once you start growing, once you start getting employees, you will lose that. You can say, no, I won't, but we all know you will. It's human nature. I also wanted to talk about on this show, I recently heard an advertisement for the state of Nebraska, which was weird. And I had to write down. Now, I would assume this, I, I don't, it doesn't matter. I don't need to assume anything. I would be curious to find out who, I'm assuming it's a parent, thinking that if they want their child to do something, they'll try reverse psychology. So the ad ended saying, Nebraska, it's not for everyone. Like that's going to, like you're going to be like, well, I'm on the fence about going to Nebraska. Oh, but it's not for everyone. I don't want to be like those other people. I'm going. It's not for everyone. Yeah, we know it's not for everyone. It's Nebraska. It's not like a fun state. I have never heard anyone go, I'm going on vacation in Nebraska. If you do not have family in Nebraska or you're into cow banging, which I don't know whether that's legal or illegal in that state, no reason to go to Nebraska. Absolutely none. I take that back. They have an amazing zoo in Omaha. But that's so close to the border, it's kind of like a incursion. You could go from Iowa, which I don't know why you'd be in Iowa either. You could go from Iowa into Omaha and do the, the zoo and then pop back out. The zoo is amazing. Okay, I take, I take it back. People will vacation to the zoo in Nebraska, and that's it. That, I... Cannot think of another reason to ever go to Nebraska. I'm trying. I've taken a train through Nebraska. Yeah. I thought a train through Kansas was boring. Jiminy crack corn. I don't know who Jiminy is. I don't know who, why he's cracking corn. And now that I say that out loud, it sounds racist. I don't I, I don't even know what the and I say that because a few years ago doesn't matter. I'm not even getting into that today. I do not have the mental fortitude to put up with that today. 
So anyway, if you're looking for something off the beaten path, Nebraska, it's not for everyone. And just so everyone knows, I am not paid for Nebraska. In fact, me saying that, I'm not sure you all can pick up on my sarcasm all the time. If there's ever a question, if TSG is being sarcastic or not, go with yes. More often than not, my comments will be sarcastic or snarky. Best case scenario, they will be both. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. I just thought that was funny. So, Nebraska, it's not for everyone. I gotta go. That sounds amazing. I remember back in the 80s, I dated a girl from Nebraska. She was from a town. Well, I'll tell the town later in a second. At that point, I'm not sure of the movie Joe Dirt was out or whether I just attended a lot of carnivals. I don't know why, but I used to, if you wanted, if I wanted to put someone down, white trash would not be, I would say they're a carny worker, meaning they work at a carnival. They just look like this type of person that, a vagabond that would... I almost said gypsy, but I don't think I can even say that anymore. And I do say uh, whatever. So a carny was a carnival worker. So let's go to the name of the city this young lady was from. She was from Kearney, Nebraska. So I will just say there was some conflict early on in our short-lived relationship because I would say something about them being a carny worker, and she thought I was referencing someone from Kearney, Nebraska, which I thought was funny that she thought so lowly. Like, if I was comparing Joe Dirt, infamous movie star Joe Dirt, David Spade, one of my favorite movies of all time because I actually worked with someone who was Joe Dirt to a T. He was Joe Dirt. From the haircut to the size to the way he acted and reacted to things, I that's why I love that movie so much because I worked for many years with Joe Dirt, the OG Joe Dirt. So I'm saying that people are like Joe Dirt and then she's comparing them to the people in the city that she came from. Just, it was funny. I was like, I think that it finally was like, why do you hate the people from my town? And I'm like, I don't, what are you talking about? She goes, Carney. And I was like, oh, I mean, I, but it wasn't. So I'm thinking Carney, C-A-R-N-I worker, Carney worker. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not Carney in Nebraska. It starts with a K. Why would I even be thinking of a word that starts with a K when I'm using a word that starts with a C? I mean, that's ridiculous. And it was at that point that I knew she is not a genius. And I said, bye, bye, bye. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can sing those bars. However, it has been done and we've talked about it on previous shows. I'm not a good producer. I'm even less of an editor, meaning I do not edit. And if you listen to the shows, you're well aware of that. So I'm not going to edit that out. So I hope in sync. I'm pretty sure that's who that one's by. See, I would have already been in my 30s when that song came out, I believe. At least late 20s. 30s. Ugh, oy vey. 
Ugh, oy. I wonder what other states, what other logo slogans you could have. Nebraska, it's not for everyone. Florida, Meth Central. That doesn't have quite the ring to it. It used to be Florida was go for vacation, return on probation. I don't know if that's still the thing. Oh, Florida, don't be gay. There we go. That's that's Florida's new logo. Florida, don't be gay. Nebraska, it's not for everyone. I'm seeing a red theme here. <gasps> Maybe that's what they mean. That's what I'm going to go with. Oh, so that's what Nebraska means. They are being, that's what I want to, I'm going to start promoting that on social media to see if I can get, if, if for you listeners out there, I think that everyone should push back on Nebraska's where they say Nebraska's not for everyone. We should say that they're being racist and they don't want or homophobic or whatever. You can term it whatever you want, but le- that's why Nebraska is not for everyone because they don't like certain groups. Wow. Nice job, Nebraska. Jiminy crack horn. Nebraska racist, homophobic, who knows? Ooh, I should do that like Tucker Carlson. As Nebraska, are they racist? Are they homophobic? These are just questions I feel like we need to know the answers to. And just so you know, that was me pretending to be Tucker Carlson. So for anyone that thought I actually had Tucker Carlson on the show, that would never happen. Ever. So let's just say this show, it's not for everyone. Yeah. (laughs) So I am. I think Nebraska, not for everyone. For taking that as a challenge, I think that they are just being racist. Wow. That is... See, I just talked myself into that. I I started this show by just wanting to make fun of Nebraska. Now I think Nebraska is just racist and homophobic. Hmm. That is interesting. I should probably know whether I could get sued by the state of Nebraska for calling them. Hey, they're the one that says they're not for everyone. So if you're going to endorse that you're not for everyone... I think you need to explain who those people aren't. The gays, the Jews, the blacks. Who do you not like, Nebraska? We need to know. It is not fair that you hate so many groups that you don't even want in your state. Oh, this is really going. This is this is fun. Oh, Nebraska, you should have never used something like that. See, that that's the thing is... Use words against people. I love doing that. So I had mentioned earlier about my job. When people ask me, why does that not bother you that there is a, 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 it has been said that they will not hire anyone over 45, and then it is also evident over the last three years, this manager's hiring practices, um, I could, why it doesn't bother me is because I already have my job there. So that's why. And it gives me this ammunition because I can be vague about it. 
I could be vague about it and nothing's really going to happen. If I ever wanted to change things, then I could speak up about it for sure. But it does not benefit me at this time. Hey, I'm not for everyone. (laughs) Okay, now that I'm in my head about finding out how Nebraska hates certain groups, that is just amazing. I mean, that's the only thing that I can infer. I mean, I am trying to figure out what they would mean by that. I mean, I had to talk about Florida before that hit me. Florida, don't say gay. Nebraska, not for everyone. Hmm. That sounds odd. But does it? I don't know. Okay, anything else to talk about? Then I've gone down that rabbit hole. Rabbit holes. Uh, What other? Oh, my heckity heck. Oh, my heck. Yeah, so uh, let's see. What else? Uh, I found out. Now, I'm only going to say his first name in this show because I'm still scared. Tim, who was Krim McCrickleby. Kringle Dingleby. I don't know what the, the last name was. I'm pretty sure the first name was Krim. And I came up with that because I was listening to Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal, and I was just like, Tim, Krim, it works. So that's where that came from. So Tim reached out to me and said that I could actually use their name, that I didn't need to protect them. Because I do understand this show <laughs> is not for everyone because it talks about drugs. But that actually shouldn't be the most offensive point when I talk. The most offensive point should be how I talk about people that aren't geniuses. But it's not the most offensive point because those people don't know to be offended. And I'm not trying to be offensive. When I say you may be the stupidest person I've ever met, I've met a lot of people. So I want you to know how prestigious me labeling you as the stupidest person I've ever met, that is a high honor. I've met a lot of people. I'm 54. I've met, and I'm outgoing. I'm not an introvert either, which makes me different than a lot of geniuses. I Here's the weird thing. I'm an extrovert who doesn't like people. I can talk to people. I'm a chatterbox. I can start up a conversation with anyone, but I'd rather not. But I could. So, anywho, anyhow, anyway, I apologize that I am not for everyone. But I am glad that I can use Tim's name going forward. I'll probably use the last name at some point, too. And then every once in a while, I should listen to my shows. I know that I was talking about the word sucks. And I will tell the whole story because I did not tell it. So when we got to Kansas City, we lived a block away from a Kansas City Royals baseball player. He was a first baseman. His dad was Gary Marshall, who did the uh, Hollywood Squares. So anyone in their 50s or older would remember Gary Marshall from the original Hollywood Squares. But the original last name was capital L-A, capital C-O-C-K, Lecoq. Lecoq. 
Lecoq. So Pete Lecoq played first base and I believe outfielder for the Kansas City Royals in the late 70s. And I remember playing catch. And this is one of those things. Now, I believe that your brain, and there are some people that can remember everything from every day. Very few, but some. I do believe that the brain is capable of that. Because it's weird on what it catalogs. What it decides is important. Because I think about this, and because of when this person was playing for the Royals, I can get it to within like a two-year time frame. So I was 10 to 12 years old at the time. 11 to 13. Whatever. I know the 10 to 12, I think. I would have to look at exactly when he played. But I remember... I remember the position of the sun. I remember where my dad was standing. I remember who's... Hi, Dad. He came home from the hospital yesterday. There's... I was going to give that applause, but I don't know if this is just a repositioning at this point for where he's had. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Dad, glad you're home. I remember where he was, where I was, what it was like, the shade. Uh, I remember everything of it because he stopped and came up to me said something about Pete Lecoq and I go well I think Pete Lecoq sucks I was only I was like 10 to 12 or whatever I was only in in the 70s no one talked about I, I honestly don't think I knew what gay was then I don't I I I do not think, so anyway, I said, he sucks. I was only talking about, I don't know. I, was, I One of my favorite players used to be the first baseman, John Mayberry. He may have replaced John Mayberry at that time, so that may have been why I was anti-Pete Lecoq, why I was anti-Lecoq. <laughs> So I I don't know exactly why. I had a strong feeling and said that he sucks. My dad stopped playing catch with me, walked over to me, because I remember our neighbors, the lungs, were outside, our next-door neighbors. They were having some party or something. And my dad walked over to me, and he goes, you can't say that about another man. And I'm like looking at her and said, what are you talking about? And he goes, because people that overhear that will think that you mean he sucks another man's penis. And and then it stops. So everything that I said that I remember where we were playing catch, what where the position of the sun was. I mean, I think about I I could even hear the the ball hitting the leather. I mean, that's how vivid that was. But it's like from the from the from the time the question was asked to the time that my dad, I mean, I think I probably shut down when I heard, because I'm I'm not sure I knew what gay was at that at that age in the seventy. I am not a hundred percent sure. I don't remember. I mean, at this point, I would say if I had to guess, I don't think because I was so like, what are you talking about? But I didn't. I was just like. But that's the thing, is I could have blacked out. I could have collapsed to the ground and taken to the hospital, and I wouldn't have known. 
because all I remember is that conversation to telling me that. And then I want to be like, well, wouldn't there be a lot of follow-up questions at that point? Like, Rodney, how do you know this? Has your penis been sucked? No, I'm not. That's not what I'm talking about. His his athletic prowess was deficient from what I thought it should be. That's why he said that I thought he sucks. And Mr. Pete Lecoq, if for some reason you are listening to the show, I don't even know Pete's status. So I I hope you're alive and doing well, sir. That is not what I meant. And I also would like to say that as a professional baseball player, even if you're Mario Mendoza, once again, a reference back to the 70s, you're still a professional baseball player. So the word suck should not have been used. I was a young child at the time. I am apologizing to you at this point. I should write that down. Apology to Pete Lecoq. Because if I just write down Lecoq, I'm going to be answering a lot of questions from my wife if she sees that written down. So I should put Pete Lecoq, which probably doesn't make it any better. Unless she's listening to this show, and then maybe it'll connect. And maybe it won't. Maybe she has heard this story, and as soon as I talk about what my dad said to me, everything shut down too. Man, there, you know... Here's the weird thing now. I talked about seeing my dad's penis yesterday. The oldest penis that I am aware that I've ever seen. If I have seen a penis older than that, then there's a reason I don't remember probably. I'm just saying. So yesterday, oldest penis I've ever seen. And honestly, it wasn't a penis. It was... Think of if you ever walked by and seen a mushroom and then you cut off the stem so that the top of the mushroom, the head of the mushroom is just laying on the ground, that would be a 90-year-old penis with some wrinkles. Like like then it's dried up too because it doesn't have the stem, so it's dried up. So if you're listening to this over breakfast or lunch, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so now I've given my apology to Pete Lecoq. I think there was some other, oh, yes, going back to Tim. So I know I spoke about the word sucks yesterday or in a previous, I don't know what day it is. And yesterday I get a text out of the blue from Tim that was read, I'm going to read it because I kept it. I had to show my wife because I was like, I really need to start listening to my own show. And she goes, why? I go, because I don't know what I said that I would get this text out of the blue. And it says, why am I the one sucking penis? And I, so I don't know. So if, if that's somehow, if anyone besides Tim thought that came across, I don't think that's what I meant. That is not what I meant because I have no knowledge of that. All I'm saying is that I should probably listen to my shows every once in a while. I should, 
a best practice, if I was really concerned about you, the audience, or people that I know about and may talk about on the show, a best practice would be to record the show. If I do not have someone with me, (laughs) kicking me like my wife or grabbing my leg and, nope, don't say that, then I probably should listen to the show prior to releasing it. I don't think I could do that, though, because I'm not going to edit it. So I would listen to something, and what would happen is you would never get a show. I would record a lot of shows, and I guess we could release them post-mortem when something happens to me. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this has been fun. It is almost Friday. This weekend, I am trying to get uh, some guys to come by and just do drugs, talk drugs, talk about doing drugs, just talk, just hang out, just shooting the stuff. I don't know. If, I hope I have not cussed on this. I feel like I cussed really early on in the show. In fact, I think I woke up this morning and one of the first five words I said was the F-bomb to my wife. Not I, And I think it was more like, why am I bleeping up at four o'clock? Not, not blaming. It wasn't her I think I was just saying that to the world she was already up I wasn't up because of her but I I remember coming out and I am almost positive I said the (coughs) f-bomb excuse me when she was sitting on the couch and and that's the bad thing first of all if I can't remember saying it be there is no I wasn't angry I wasn't injured I wasn't intending to injure someone so there should have been real no real reason for me to curse but yet i believe that i did so let's recap this show actually i'm going to try to recap this show and for you out there that are not stoned you will be able to tell me whether or not i did this the recap because this is all i remember talking about I remember talking about Pete LeCock. And I think I apologized to him. Man, that seems like I should have had more information in a 35-minute show than just talking about Pete LeCock. Oh, Nebraska. I spent a lot of time figuring out Nebraska doesn't like certain groups of people. I am going to post that. I'm going to post, hey, Nebraska is your, Nebraska is not for everyone. Is that like Florida's don't say gay? And then put the question mark. Just to see if they respond to me. Oh, that will bring some hate from them. But it will be funny. Never, Not for everyone. See, that's the bad thing. That you can't even say something that benign because because what the I understand what they're trying to say. We're not for everyone to challenge. Oh, hmm, maybe I should give that some more look. Why do they say they're not for everyone? I don't know because the land's flat and I don't need a two, actually. Living in Kansas for a lot of my life, I know what flat land is like and there's nothing that makes you want to run up. When I lived in Florida, even if you were not on the beach, and we lived near the beach, we're on the coast. It's not like I was in the center state. It's not like I was an inbred in there. So I was a coastal person. 
which if you don't know in Florida is different. Coastal people are much different than in in state in the inner the middle part of the state. That is uh different. Different. I'll just say different. So anyway, even if you walked outside, you would you could smell the ocean. That'd be the gulf, but whatever. You could smell you would feel it. You could just uh you know, even if you sweat, there was a, because of the this this it was just amazing. These amazing sunsets, ugh, palm trees. There are certain things I talk about, like dogs. I am a dog person, not a cat person. There's only one cat for me. Hello, Ziggy, Jenny, which is who my sister. If you're listening to this, give Ziggy a big old kiss for me. I love that cat. Only cat I even like. Only one. I like. And if I have a neighbor who's listening to this and goes, you don't like my big cat? No, I do not like your big cat. Nothing personal, nothing about the cat. I'm just not a cat person. I will say that I'm a dog person, but I'm not the type of dog person that's like, oh, look at every single dog. Like, if I had a choice, you need to adopt one of these animals. Cat or dog, cat is never getting adopted by me, ever. I will not say ever. Let me rephrase. Something's got to be going on with that cat that is not normal that would make me want to take it. And if the dynamics of this interaction change and instead of just a dog, so now we have three selections. A cat of any kind, a dog of any kind, or a Doberman pincher, it's always going to be Doberman. Sorry, you other two things. You don't exist to me anymore. You are dead to me. You know what? I'm not for everyone. I'm only for Dobermans. See, that's, that's, I wonder, I got to find out whether, what, what exactly Nebraska is trying to say to us. I will do my best in my limited social media experience. I will do my best to blast that out there and just see if I can get response because it would be funny. We'll talk about that. Uh, let's see what else. That's That should be it. This has been a long enough show. I've done five shows this week. And that is with having people in my immediate family, in the hospital, different. It's been a super long week. I am looking forward to... So here's a... Here's a Here's an outline for next week. And this is going to be an outline not only of this show, but also of the longest one-night stand with Bobby and Roe or the longest one-night stand with Bobby and TSG, which is, as we all know, Stone Genius, which is me, also Roe. Tonight, we are going to go to a beautiful dinner. It's a date night for us as empty nesteredness has reappeared in our lives go out and then we are going to try our chill cakes and we're going to give them enough time so we may try to record that show tonight if not we'll do that tomorrow on saturday to come out on monday and we will give our second opinions about the cakes we are both going to ingest more cheesecake than we did chill cake than we did the first time 
And then we also have taken note about what we experienced the first time. So we'll be able to compare those notes to see if they start to confirm some feeling or idea that we have about it or maybe needs more research that it conflicts with. Like one thing Bobby had mentioned last time was that she thought she got hungry, but she had mentioned when we went to dinner before that she didn't finish all of her dinner and she had intended to eat it later anyway. So my thought was, so this time it will be interesting. We, one of the things that we've talked about is going in, we'll have a full meal, full stomachs when we do this. So then she'll find out being full, whether ingesting this, whether that makes her hungry later. My thought is maybe it doesn't because I do know some people that use this medicinally before bedtime for ailments and it does not seem to impinge on their sleep. So, But it will be something interesting because I do know it affects people differently. So I will be interested to see how ingesting more will affect me as typically edibles do not make a great impact for me. So that's what we're going to do tonight. And that is, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. There may be things going on after that that will deserve applause too. And I'll t- I'm sure I'll talk about that if that's the case. Tomorrow I'm going to have some guys over, I believe, just to do drugs, talk about drugs, and talk about things. You know, I'm just shooting the old Shinola. And put that out sometime this week. I'm hoping for a little bit of a break this week. And then tomorrow night, I will finally do the Attorney John Humphrey interview. That does deserve applause there. I am excited. I had to postpone with John from this week as my dad was in the hospital, who's now home. So John and I will do that interview. I plan on putting that interview out on this channel, on on this podcast on Monday. And then Sunday, Bobby and I are looking forward to this. No podcasts. No guests, no children in the house, no guest in the house, staying or visiting or otherwise. Just Bobby and I sleeping in late, going to church, hanging out, doing something, doing nothing. It will be glorious. I do not remember the last time that Bobby and I had a day where we did nothing. It had to be before we started the show at the beginning of fall last year. Because generally, Bobby has a part-time job that she generally works one weekend day. And then we record the other day. Is how it's been in the past. So we would always have something going on. And then sometimes we'd have a guest, whatever the case may be. We're really looking forward to sleeping in late. Now, I will say sleeping in late. And Bobby talks about this on our our show. Sleeping in late for Bobby is making it to her alarm at 6 a.m. That would be considered sleeping late. She was up at a little after 4 this morning. I was up not too long after that. So... So this would be... uh, 4 is is not as early as it may sound to some people. We, especially Bobby, me more often currently than in the past, wake up more often around that four to five range, closer to five maybe. 
However, sleeping it. And then I've been doing these shows in the morning recently. I need to get into doing these shows at night. That's why I'm hoping this week that with this week that's just ending, I had so much going on. It really dictated me doing like this, recording the show on Friday morning, getting it out there. East Coasters, you're going to be getting this on for your lunch. Perhaps maybe friends of mine in Europe, people from the society in Europe, uh, all across the world. They're going to be in different time zones, but my goal would be to put this out at midnight each night for that next day. I have not been able to do that. Hopefully get in a couple of episodes in the can. Then I can start doing it at night so it is for the next day. And then I have six weeks off coming up for a surgery that I have to have, which will put me down from work because I lose the dexterity. As a photographer, sometimes you need dexterity, so I will be down for six weeks. But I hope to do a ton with the podcaster and then I hope to do a lot of interviews I'm hoping to finally script a show I may or may not have scripted some part or all of Bobby my show that we're doing I actually do have um, a whole bunch of questions here I gotta of course I wrote them when I was super stoned so I need to make sure that they're still relevant and still funny Oh, yeah. Actually, that will be. That'll be good. I just have three questions, but I think they'll take a full hour. Because there'll have to be some explanations on those questions. So, we'll see. So, I do have questions. I actually know what... So, on the... I have the questions. And if Bobby listens to this, I'm going to ruin this. So, I have the questions, and then I've already written her response. Not the, not so that she, so I've basically written the question, her response, and my retort because I want to see if I'm correct on how she's going to answer these questions. I don't know. Maybe they're thought-provoking questions. Maybe they're stupid questions. I don't know. I also need to find out, I believe my wife said, ah, I sorry. Bobby, my wife. And she is my wife. She's my best friend. She's my lover. Yeah. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Bobby said something I was talking about her anus or her butt or her derriere. Now, I will tell you, some of the things that I see like TikToks and reels and stuff, I'm just like, that's so stupid, the reaction and stuff. Or... The comment. But there's one I forwarded to my wife. It's a girl and it says, when you're about to get a massage, but he like splits your cheeks or grabs your Something to that. And then it's like, no, this is over. Something, something to that effect. I sent it to her because that's typically, and I believe it is with most men, that is typically... Gonna have you just think that oh I'm touching I'm touching your back and because your back goes down to your butt 
Are you really, I mean, are you going to know? I'm rubbing one, I mean, do you really know where I'm rubbing back there? I don't know. I gave one of the better, not best, I wouldn't say that. I would say one of the better back massages last night that I've given in a while. Main reason is it just lasted. Typically, I'm a whiny something or other, certain massage. I'm, oh, sorry. Now, I will say, I have had a joint in my left thumb replaced. I am having surgery on my right thumb in a few weeks. I have Dupuytren's contracture active in my left hand. If you don't know what that is, it's a thing you can look it up. So my hands are not the greatest. So when I'm giving a massage and I say my hands are sore or something, I might be telling the truth. Might. And the reason I say might is because Bobby once pointed out to me that I gave her a massage for, whatever, three minutes, five minutes, two minutes, a minute. I don't know how long the massage was. It was not long. That's what I'm trying to get to here. So I did not give Bobby a long massage. And I said, my hands hurt. And then she told me, hey, do you remember what you were doing before the massage? I go, yeah, I was petting the dog. She goes, yes, you were rubbing the dog for 30 minutes. And I was probably an a-hole and said, well, that's why my hands are tired. <laughs> but I, so she was just pointing out that I seem to be. And I definitely wasn't going to say if you were covered with hair, I would rub you because that is not going to work. I've seen her brother. It runs in the family. So I am not going to tempt fate by saying, well, if you were covered with hair, I would rub you for a half an hour straight. And I'm not, I don't think that's why I've rubbed the dog for half an hour. I don't know why I do. Because she won't do otherwise. So actually, and I'll even say this. Last night I'm giving Bobby a massage on the couch. And her arms are hanging off the end of the couch. It's a fairly long couch. And the dog decided to lay at the end. Because, well, their hands there, they should be used to touch her. And then Bobby still wasn't touching her. So Dakota just grabs with her Paul grabs her hands and puts them on her chest to say, rub me. But I will say that the massage, very, very quickly, it was a good massage, and for the length of time that it went, I think Bobby would have been impressed. I'm not saying that it was an impressive amount of time. I'm saying that the amount of time that I did it was impressive. Not the act, but the actor. That's not the correct usage there, but it was she was wasn't impressed with the amount of time that I massaged her, but just that I massaged her for that long. And I was also concerned with this the surgery. I mean, I'll be in a cast for I believe six weeks, then we'll be in a splint after that. So I'm I'm concerned about a few things. Uh not necessarily in this order. Massaging her. Yeah, I like to massage. I like to touch my wife. Yeah, I'm going to be down a hand. Um, what else? Uh, wiping my butt? Yeah. Yeah, I use my right hand. And if you say, just use your left hand, it's not that. Yes, I can use my left hand. And I've done this before. I had 
reconstructed shoulder surgery on my right shoulder. So I will know what it's like to not be able to wipe with my right hand, which is weird because I'm left-hand dominant, but maybe that's why I wipe with my right. I've never even, I've never asked. Now I want to find out whether people wipe with their dominant hand or their non-dominant hand. Huh, interesting. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Most of you will not even get to this 50-minute part of the show And if you didn't, you really are missing out on the good stuff. I really think that just like sex, that the the good stuff from me is at the end. Yeah. Just because Bobby always says that. She's like, thank goodness that was over. So the good so the good thank goodness. Because those are the good she's thanking the goodness that I just gave her. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. I don't even know where this is going. I all of a sudden I I'm talking about giving my wife stuff. That sounds weird. I'm just kidding. I remember. But let's see. What else? Anything else we need to talk about before I wrap this up for the day cuz this is 55 minutes. I thought it was going to be short. Every once in a while I'll do that. I'll see the little timer going. I'm like 19 minutes. Good lord. And then I look next and we're 55 minutes in. That's probably, once again, how Bobby feels about sex. She's probably like, good Lord, it's only been 19 minutes. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, 55. She'll be like, I have been asleep for almost 30 minutes. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm funny. Ain't my funny man. So, anywho, anyhow, anyway, we got a lot of stuff going on next week. Um, I hope someone decides to go to Nebraska. And I hope I don't get sued by Nebraska for bringing this up. Because I didn't mean it. I know what your, I know what your intent was. But I also know people are idiots, and I might as well be the first one to throw that out there. I can be the idiot today and just ask you. So, um, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. Thanks for joining. I'm TSG. I'm the Stone Genius. Um, enjoy your weekend. I hope that it's smart and stony for you. Bye bye now.